0: And I'm sure for med fans, it was very frustrating to play out the sequence of what happened to the manager today. Smooth transition. See? That's how it's done. Nobody gives me credit. I do it at 3, 5, 35 in the morning. Nobody knows. Nobody knows transitions are done like this. I'm sure it was very frustrating for med fans playing it out today. I was snoring. Um, I, I was snoring away when this was going on in the afternoon. But... Kind of a you know a fickle kind of friend. You knew it was coming down. The reports were it was, he was going to make a decision today, Craig Council. And, of course, all reports were. I mean, we talked about it on the show about wanting more money. I didn't blame him for a second. And, you know, that's the one thing that does come out of this a little bit before we get into a little side note here. The idea that if I was saying if Steve Cohen wants him, Steve Cohen should go pay him. If they determine that... Craig Council is the guy they want. Then they should absolutely go out and pay him whatever it takes, pay him a dollar more than the next guy, go out there and get him. And I heard Andy Martino say something, and I started to think about it, and it makes a little bit of sense. You can't – now, again, it's your manager. It's an important piece. I'm st- I'm, I still think you go out and give him money, and it turned out in this situation money wouldn't have done it probably because the Cubs are willing to give him just as much money if not more. But – the idea of always being willing to do that sets you up for the next one and the next one and the next one. And then every time you want to do something, it's always, hey, you got to overpay to get Steve. Even if someone wants to come to the Mets, they'll play the game of, uh, you know, to get Steve Cohen to overpay and overpay and overpay and overpay. At some point, even though he's a, a you know, trillionaire, at some point you can't just overpay for forever. But. It's an interesting point. I still think you go out there and give the money. Who cares? He's got enough money to overpay for every deal from here until Timbuktu. But I guess on some level you do want to set a precedent of like, oh, I'm not going to just be the, the stepping stone or, or you know, something used that just draw as much money out of everybody else, and I got I to gotta overpay to get you every time I want to get someone. But I understand that thought process. But still, it's your manager. It's kind of an important time. You just got a new baseball uh, president of baseball operations. You'd want to bring in the guy you want to bring in which apparently they did with Carlos Mendoza, who was the Yankee bench coach for the last three years, and there's no reason to think he's incompetent. I get it. I get it. You're frustrated. You wanted counsel, and I understand that that was the thought process. The counsel, it was either going to be Milwaukee or it was going to be the Mets. Right. So you're hearing that. It's going to come down to a decision today. You're kind of waiting for it, and then all of a sudden you get John Heyman telling you, It's Mendoza from the Yankees. And I I saw Sal's reaction. It's tremendous. And the thought was, oh, he wants to just go back to Milwaukee. And nobody thought that the Cubs would be interested, which is the next report, is he's uh, counsels going somewhere, but somewhere that already has a manager, which led to speculation. Who could it be? Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's the Cubs. Who had a manager already who had a great year last year. To be fair, I mean they really they were they were this close to selling and turned it on and only finished a couple games short of making the postseason this year. So that was an interesting decision. But ultimately, council decides to stay 90 miles away from his home in Milwaukee with his family and his children, and they paid him Joe Torre money of $8 million a year. Rumors are that, the Co- that Cohen and the Mets didn't come anywhere near that. I think they would have if it was simply money. I think once he got the number from Chicago, he was more happy to stay um, in that part of the country so he could be closer to his family. But here's the thing. Met fans, you need to get over the idea that it's the Yankees. And I think on some level, it's not even so much that it's the Yankees because I got I to imagine if the Yankees were the 1990s Yankees right now and they were winning World Series and they were one of the best teams in baseball and they were continually winning in the postseason and having uber success, that you wouldn't mind it as much because you want to be near winner. But it's not just that it's a Yankee. It's coming from one of the more maligned, disrespected, poorly thought of coaching staffs the Yankees have had in forever. Nobody likes Aaron Boone. It's just me. If you come to the meetings, it's very boring. It's me and Boone's family. It's it's awkward at times, but we we make the best of it. We watch our favorite movies from 25 years ago. So I understand that. Nobody likes Aaron Boone. So it's not only are you getting a Yankee, Not only are you getting the Yankee bench coach instead of the young manager from Milwaukee, who everybody thought the the Mets would go get, especially once they brought Stearns in here, this young guy that's deemed one of the better managers in baseball already has a working relationship with your new guy. Instead of watching him come here and manage – Instead of watching Buck Showalter, which I do think has a lot to do with this considering how much the fan base loves him. I already took a couple calls on the idea that Buck Showalter should still be the manager and this isn't an upgrade and blah, 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 blah. But to have not only a Yankee step in, in a guy who's never had major league experience as a manager other than filling in for Boone when he gets thrown out the many times he gets thrown out over the last three years. But it's coming from an organization and a team right now that's deemed as failing, at least for them, and a manager that the fan base of the Yankees can't stand and nobody thinks does a good job. And many people think, especially Met fans, I'm sure, think that he's a puppet to the general manager. And in a time where Dusty Baker is successful in in Houston and a time where Bruce Bochy just stepped in and won a championship for the Texas Rangers – you don't you don't want this kind of guy who comes over here and just accepts whatever the the general manager is telling him. And Craig Counsel at least, although they have a working relationship, Craig Council has a resume to stand on. And he'll be able to stand up and say, Hey, you know, you paid eight million dollars for me. You're gonna listen to me. Hey, I've been winning in Milwaukee. I earned this. I had every every other team in baseball would have hired me. I chose you. Whereas Mendoza, although he was high up on the list of San Diego, although he was talked about in the inner circles of baseball as being a managerial candidate, both in Cleveland and in San Diego, the idea is he's a Boone clone who is a puppet to the organization, which is what we don't want, right? We want Buck Showalter. We want the guy who steps in who knows. Meanwhile, both of them is one of, you know, they both have won the same number of LCS games. But Buck is the smart baseball man. Nothing gets by Buck. Buck goes out there and tells the the umpires what's what on 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 this on questions on the field. Like that's Buck Showalter. And instead of Buck Showalter, instead of a man who's been around baseball for a hundred years and knows more than this Mendoza guy could ever hope to learn, they're hiring this young, inexperienced. Yankee from a Yankee organization that's at its low point of the last 40 years. What the hell are we doing? And I get all of that. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. You have no idea. It's the unknown. If you didn't want the unknown, I get it. You wanted at least, you probably didn't even want counsel if he wasn't attached to Sterns but he's been a young. He's been a young. He was a major league baseball player. He was a gritty major league baseball player that made it on guts guile. It wasn't exactly like he was a superstar player. He had one of the more awkward, awkward stances and swings I've ever seen. But. He was a gritty-type guy. He's been successful in Milwaukee to the point where a team like the Milwaukee Brew is year in and year out competing for a division. They haven't done anything in the postseason, but competing for a division, winning baseball. And it just seemed like it came down to money, and it's your guy. It was who they wanted. At least you could sell yourself on it as opposed to Buck Walter. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, firing Buck Walter was the 100% correct thing to do. He's a good manager. Is he better than Mendoza? We'll find out. But, yeah, there's no reason to say he's not. Or is he better than Craig Council? I don't know. But you could make an argument, I'm sure. When you go and hire Stearns, you hire Stearns as manager. It's that simple. Buck Showalter just spent last year butting heads with Billy Epler about um, Vogelback. Now, whether he's right or wrong on it, They're not going to come in, Stearns, and and immediately stick with a guy who's now been in the organization longer than him, has standing with the players better than he does, and then have to butt heads with him. Like, I'm sorry. As much as you like Buck Showalter, and I might like Buck Showalter, and he might be a great manager, when you bring in Stearns as this young GM who is the new great man in town who's been you know was sought after by every team in baseball who everyone everyone with an available position would have hired him to run their organization you allow him to pick a manager wrong right or indifferent you do. firing Buck was a hundred percent the right move and we'll find out if hiring Mendoza is the right one but everything you hear, what you're seeing from other teams that all interviewed him and he was down to the finals in multiple spots, this is a guy who's up for a job. And you'll find out if he's a good manager or not. And I understand you haven't had a lot of success with unknown guys, but you haven't had much success with anyone, quite frankly. Buck Schultz had one good year, one bad year. Art Howe had experience. How'd that go? The guy freaking won 100. The guy is the manager of Moneyball. The guy was, you know, and he won hundred plus games. He couldn't get past the Yankees in the uh, ALDS, unfortunately. But he had experience. But I understand the unknown, and it's a, it's frustrating. It's not what you thought, and I understand the initial guttural reaction to it. But you might have just found a, a hidden gem inside Major League Baseball. You have no idea. It's it's too early to get. It's like the NFL draft or or, or any other draft. Like you just don't know. It's it's gonna take you a year or two to find out what kind of manager you just got. But you gotta trust Stearns. He was just brought in here to run this whole damn thing. If you're gonna question the first decision he makes, then why is he here? If he if you can't trust him to hire the guy he thinks is best suited to be the manager, then you don't want him here then you don't want him here. You could be frustrated by it. You can be disappointed in it. And I certainly understand the initial reaction of a Yankee, and not only just a Yankee, an unsuccessful Yankee. A Yankee who's who's been in the, the regime of the most unsuccessful tenure in the last 30 years of Yankee baseball. I get it. But you got to trust Stearns. In Stearns, you trust. Otherwise, what's the point? In Cohen, you trust. In Stearns, you trust. And they just hired a manager. And he's had managerial experience at the minor league level. And he's extremely well thought of throughout baseball. And now you have someone that this GM can work with and mold. And if you don't like it, tough. Because that's how it's done inside baseball for the most part. Yes, Bruce Bochy isn't young. Yes, Bruce Bochy is not being molded by Chris, Chris Young out in Texas. But if you think Chris Young has nothing to do with it, that Chris Young just drops all the players off at spring training and then goes and relaxes in Tahiti for the summer, you're wrong. He's involved in every single decision they make, and Bruce Bochy is talking to him and going over everything they do. Sometimes Bruce Bochy puts his foot down and says, I'm doing this, and sometimes it's a mutual decision. That's how it works for every manager and every situation in baseball. Some general managers have more standing than others, Brian Cashman versus others, but Stearns is in charge. He's the guy running the show, and he wanted to hire a manager and one that he can mold and grow with and build a working relationship with. You might have just got something great. You might have got a disaster. There's no way to know.